Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Foolishly Faithful. We are in episode 20, made it to the 20th episode. It, the date is June 22nd, and the Mets are off today. They are mercifully off today. We've been in a little bit of a skid, as we have been all season. Uh, the We're still struggling to win games. We're not struggling to score runs anymore, but we have gone three and four since our last podcast we finished off a game with the yankees that we were playing during our last podcast in extra innings for the win uh we won a game to start the series against the cardinals uh dropped the next two and we won the game to win start the series against the astros and we also dropped the next two to them um so yeah that is that's been the week so far it's not been a great week uh what are your thoughts so far on it david Right. Yeah. It's just a short one. And just you and I today. Um, so I, a little bit of a, yeah, if my non-answer, non-word answer is anything of an answer. I mean, it's, it's just that we're scoring, I guess, but we're not, we just keep losing the games. Like it's really just <laughs> really just struggling here. I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I feel like we're, definitely hitting the ball there's definitely some promise like fam and vogelback are coming back and you know like alonzo was kind of struggling after he came back and he got a home run yesterday um i'm sure he'll pick it up he missed a couple games i'm sure he'll be fine like when doors average is low but he's you know like he's still driving like him and alonzo what they're like top five in rbis or maybe even top four in rbis for the nl like how are they driving all these people and like where where are our wins? You know, like, I guess there are, is our, is it really just our pitching? And then it's like, some games are just gems too. And I don't know. It's, um, do you remember we were, we were at the park the other day and there was some woman jogging by and she's wearing like a seven line Jersey. And we were just like, Oh, like go, go Mets, you know, <laughs> go Mets. You're just like showing our support to a, another Met fan. And then she was just, her response to go Mets was, Oh, I don't know. Ooh, fuck. Like, <laughs> like her, her response was yeah, just was like great. perfect for a Mets fan. So I think that's pretty um, on brand. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we're scoring runs, but then when we don't score, when we do score runs, we can't pitch. Uh, we've said it before when we are pitching well, it seems like we can't score runs. Um, you dug up a really interesting stat earlier today and I shared it with the group um I thought it was really telling about how the season have gone so far do you want to you want to say what it was David um I do not because I don't remember which stat I threw a bunch in there <laughs> <laughs> all right David. well you threw out the stat that the Mets have scored the seventh most runs in the league in the ba- baseball in the last 30 days and are eight games under 500 during that time nine and 17 uh, we're the only team in the top eight of the top of run scoring over the last month that is under 500. Um, it's it's almost unfathomable. Um, we're we're scoring a ton, like you said. Some of the bats are heating up. Some of our you know kind of mainstays aren't, but it's strange. I, we've been saying it a bunch all season. Um, I don't you know, I don't know how many more ways we can say it. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's been weird i yeah i i don't i guess it's really the pitching but it seems like sometimes the pitching has gems and like you said that doesn't seem like they're really cohesive i think the other stat i was thinking of that i couldn't find but i know they mentioned in one of the broadcasts was i think it was 
it was either when we ever score six or seven runs, something like that, like in a game. Our record last year, I, I, it was like 22 and four. Or it was like something along those lines. Like if you score score six runs, at least six runs, you're good. You're pretty much going to win the game. And this year, like we are like, it's like we already have like 11 losses or something, or like nine losses like that. Forgot the exact numbers were, but yeah, it was pretty much like what the hell is going on? And like we're losing. There was another stat of like when we're in the lead after, you know, like later in the game, like seventh inning or eighth inning or something. And you know, record should be positive. And it's like we're just all in those games. Like, is it is it Diaz to blame? Like it's weird to point at one player, but I mean, is the bullpen that taxed without him? Like, is it all the bullpen? I don't think it's all the bullpen. Our starters have not been good in general. Um, you know, Max and Ver and Scherzer, um, Scherzer and Verlander have both been good at times and bad at other times. Um, right. I mean, Mac, uh, we were, we were to talk about it a little later too, but Verlander had his homecoming in Houston and immediately gave up four runs in what the first inning, the second inning. Um, it was really, I feel like it was really quick. Um, Scherzer had a gem this week, uh, but that was the that was the eleven to one game where we had plenty of offense. Um, most of our losses have also been close uh, this whole week. In our four losses, none of them were by more than two runs. Uh, we had a five to three loss, a seven to eight to seven loss, a two to four loss, and a ten to eight loss. You know, we just keep get coming close, but not quite getting there. No, no, just that that's that it's strange. You know, every all of our losses are have been close and we just can't seem to keep it down. Yeah. I uh, I was thinking like, are the games even that close? Like, is it I know sometimes the score is like, you know, we're down by two runs, but like maybe we got a couple in the end and it really it wasn't it, the game felt a lot further away than two runs. That's what I was gonna try to see. Um I, um, I mean Yeah, my, that's that's true. Like you said, you said it earlier today that like neither the Mets or the Astros were trying to win like yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I, it was a close game in the sense that it was back and forth. But yeah, that game was I, I watched most of that game. Actually, I was, it's nice to have on in my desk and I, <laughs> you know, like it, it gives me something to watch and it's much better than working. Of course, I can go on and on about that, but like. <laughs> It was both teams were just not trying to win that game. They were both trying to lose. It felt like there was, I, I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me. Clearly, I'm not not a stat guy right now. But it was like there was like seven, eight walks for each team. The first, I think, um, first three innings, who was who was pitching for the Astros? But he had like hundred pitches in three innings. Like it was his. He's a lowest batting average in the like against in the last like three four seasons or so. Like great pitcher, just. Way off his yeah. Game. He only lost the two in the third inning yesterday. Yeah, uh, Javier. Yeah, he yeah Javier. He was like way off his game. Like, and then it just the bullpen just it was one of those days that like everyone on both teams was just off, and we were scoring, but I don't know, that was a weird that was a weird game. Like there were errors on all ends. There was bad boneheaded plays. You know, even if they weren't errors, there was some nice plays. The ump was sporadic. Keith kept calling the ump out for that. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I'll chalk that game up. Um, <laughs> yeah, both, both teams had eight walks. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the game before that, like you said, it was four, nothing for most of the game and the Mets threatened a bunch late in the game and scratched out two runs towards the end. Um, 
think if I remember watching the eighth inning of that game and we got runners at second and third real quick and then two like sinking line drives that were just caught by good defensive plays in the outfield um, kind of yeah. sunk us there. Um, I mean, yeah, the, honestly, card, the cards gonna, game was close, I think. That, yeah, that's, that's what I was checking as well, like what the box going to be lost eight, seven. No, but I mean, the Cardinals are <laughs> this year. They're one of the worst teams, though. Yeah. So it's yeah, also like, what is that saying? And honestly, I'm going to throw this up there. Like, what? The first game, Max throws a gem. 11-1 win against the Astros, defending World Series champion. They just got swept at home the last three games prior to that against the Reds. So maybe the Reds are, you know, they're killing it right now. Maybe the Reds are that great. But also, maybe the Astros just, yeah, whatever the issue was, Astros get swept. Now they get a, still at home, they get another game against the Mets. Like, maybe they were just mentally, they just, clearly were coming off a sweep and they just didn't have it and they were just off their game. And then maybe their coach kind of talked them up and been like, all right, like guys get your shit together. You're falling a little bit. And then they did get their shit together and they kind of had their, they were winning that whole, both those games, you know, they were totally in control of both those games. And even the game that we were, yeah, yesterday's game eight to 10, we were hitting, but I feel like we kept kind of hitting from behind, like even when we kind of had, I mean, granted, you know, both teams had runners in scoring position and they were left on base, but I feel like they were, I don't know. I'm like looking at the Astros playing and maybe they're just clear. I'm clearly just a better team, but they're up at bat and like, I know they're going to come back and it's like, all right, like they're going to, they're going to, even though we have a lead right now, like they're going to get a couple runs here. Like they're going to put the ball on play. Like they're going to get hits and that's what happened. I mean, yeah, it's felt like that all year. Like we were talking about it last podcast about not being able to get that shutdown inning where we score and they come back mm-hmm. in that 10 to 8 game that's what is it four times three times that we scored and they scored the next inning um it's pretty crazy and uh, to your point like the game after we won 11 to 1 valdez came in and just completely shut the door he's been their best pitcher all year um he pitched a gem of a game even till the eighth inning where he struggled a little bit with his command and the Mets were getting a little bit of hits and scratched out those runs he was just he seemed in command all game. Um, I mean, the Astros were just the better team. I mean, as has been the case with most of the opponents we've played this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, I mean, the Astros have also obviously been one of the best teams in baseball for a couple of years now, um, which is funny to think about it because like, I don't remember when we were kids, the Astros were kind of a joke of a team in the NL West and they go over, or was it a cent- NL Central? They were in Central, right? Yep. Yeah, they're in the central, NL Central, and then they move over to the AL West, and they've just been like juggernauts. Um, yeah, like it's they're well last year, like they were the best team. Right? Like overall, like they were just like the best. I think it's like them and the Braves are like, I mean, the Braves are I feel like are more flashy, but the Astros are just more solid overall. Like they are just a great, and they didn't even have a Jordan Alvarez. That's true. Yeah, has he been this year? I haven't. I haven't followed his um, stats like very closely this good. year. Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like we've said, just said, it's been a struggle. Um, we're continuing to struggle. Hopefully, they break out of it in the coming week. We're going over to Philadelphia, um, starting tomorrow, and then coming back home to play the Brewers. I think for four. Yep. Uh, so hopefully, at least you know Philadelphia. We've 
owned them the last few years. Maybe that'll jolt something in them. Um, but who knows? The way they've been playing. They have um, what they've they've won a lot recently. What are they on like twelve? Yeah, they, they were just on like or a something. Winning streak. Yep. Yeah, they were just on like a six streak. They've been killing it. Um yeah, Jordan Alvarez has been again. doing great this year, of course. He's <laughs> ranked 10th overall on Yahoo. That's pitchers and catchers, pitchers and hitters. So um and Nash has still killed us. So <laughs> so all right. What, so yeah. No, sorry, what was that? No, I was gonna move on to something. What are you gonna I was just gonna say I think we can move on from uh yeah. our our struggles this week. Uh just talk about some news that we've got going on. Um, Pete Alonso is back. We talked about him on the last podcast. IL. Uh, the original report was that he was expected to miss three or four weeks, but he spent the minimum time, 10 days on the IL, and he's back. Um, obviously struggling a little bit, but like you said, he hit that home run. Um, but he doesn't have a lot of hits since he's been back. He's like just kind of riding the struggle bus. At he, the moment. he has but been. I feel like be- he's kind of lost. A groove. I'm sure he'll get it back, but I feel like he's lost the groove in the last couple games. It seems like at least watching him, he's been kind of chasing a bunch of pitches, and I think that's what he really wasn't doing. When when he's on it, he's just not chasing. He's just staying in the box. He's staying still, and he's mashing the ball. But yeah, he definitely was like, I think yesterday, like bases loaded or something, he gets up about, and first pitch is like high fastball, and he like swings right through it. So that's kind of got him. Um, I feel like he'll pick it up, but even that home run yesterday, like that was a weird game. Like I was like, he's kind of knew he was going to get a home run the way that game was playing out. Like everyone just kept scoring and like mashing the ball all around. Like pitchers were did not have it at all with all those walks and commands. Like he's he's a good pitcher. Like you had to know that they were going to leave a fastball down the middle. Like you had to know he's going to find something to hit. So I feel like even there, like he's that's good news but i don't think he's totally back just yet give him a couple days yeah i think like you already alluded to um he's best when he's able to lay off that slider going away and that high fastball Mm -hmm. um and just like spit on them and wait for a pitch um but he's not been able to do that like you said he's just been chasing things out of the zone i feel like when he struggles that is the reason you just can't lay off that slider you can't lay off that high fastball um yeah, but it's good to have him back. Uh, it's you know it was not fun to have a lineup without him, especially with how much we were struggling already. Um, even with his recent struggles, second high, highest OPS on the team. Um, you know, I I think he took the most home runs in baseball back. Or no, no, no Otani still has uh, still has that with uh, Pete's week and a half off. Um, that is Otani is twenty four to Pete's twenty three right now. He took losing the MVP last year to heart with as great of a season as he had. <laughs> He just said, screw it. You just got to have an even better season than I had. It's like, fine. If you need to win the home run, yeah, it helps to win MVP really along good. with everything I've done. I guess I'm just going to have to win the home run title. <laughs> Crazy. Um, what else do we have in Mets news this week? Um, oh, they just back. announced the All-Star Game, fi- the All-Star Game finalists uh, for the voting. Um, and Lindor is the only Met that made the list. I'm kind of surprised um, by that. I'm surprised Pete didn't. Do you think Lindor is deserving of that? Uh, not mm-hmm. really. Not really of all the players, honestly. I feel like Pete, I'm surprised he didn't make it. Um, I mean, I guess Lindor, 
I don't know who are the, who are the other guys in the shortstop. Lindor's been having like a solid year. His batting average is down, but he's definitely been clutch when needed, and he's he's been healthy. He's been playing all the games, and he his batting average is lower than his career. He's almost like a three true outcome kind of guy. At least it seems like he's just hitting home runs and RBIs. But he's yeah, of all players, I feel like him and and Nimmo. I'm I kind of feel like he would have. I'm surprised he's not up there. Actually, I think it would be Nimmo over both Pete and um Lindor. I agree. I, th- I feel like kind of Nimmo got robbed there. Um, I feel like he deserved a finalist vote and uh, as an outfielder. I think that Lindor's having a weird year, like you said. His like on base is down. His batting average is down, but he's getting RBIs. He's getting home runs. He's coming through when it matters. I think he might have like close to as many extra base hits as he has singles, which is kind of weird. Um, it's, it's been a really strange year for Francisco Lindor, but I, I'm not sure that he's the most deserving of an all-star ballot on the Mets. Uh, but it's good to see a Met on the all-star ballot at least. Do they have to still give one um, from each team? Yeah, there is, but it doesn't have to be like in the finalist. These are like for starting positions. Um, the okay. there'll be there'll be more positions filled out to fill out the roster for one for every team. But um, as far as starting positions go, he he's I think second in shortstop voting right now to um, Ozzy Albies of all people. Um, wait a second. I'm I, looking at these. This is from June 20th. I'm sorry, but like Nimo is. 16th for outfielders was it was he that low yeah that's crazy i mean yeah. i know there was other out good outfielders this year but really yeah 16th? i mean there's only four that made the finalists but yeah nemo's been one of the best center fielders in baseball yeah. since last year really um he, i feel like he deserves a nod he's not flashy as a lot of the other guys so like the fans i guess don't vote for him as much but yeah, he 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 deserves something for some kind of recognition for what he's been at Bella put together. Absolutely, he's been great on like defensively. He's been what is he batting like two eight? He's top ten in the NL in batting average for sure. I mean, Fernando Tatis has been having a phenomenal year, but he missed like a month though. So, I don't know. This is from two days ago. Uh, this is this article is. There, I guess it's hard to find the actual tally since the like ballot is done, but this is from June 20th as opposed to from this afternoon, just like a day and a half old. So maybe he got better, but yeah, wow. All right, maybe we just didn't right, vote, I take maybe. it back a little bit. I just looked up Albie's stats and he's having a pretty good year. Yeah, the um, Braves are doing the Braves I checked this morning are the favorite to win the World Series at this point. So they're clearly that's kind of fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Lindor is having a better year than Albies, I think, statistically, but Albies is still having a pretty good year. Um, the Braves fans are spamming the all-star ballot, by the way. I don't know if, if you noticed the names in the finalist list, but we have uh, Sean Murphy at catcher, which is fair. Um, he's having a great year as, at the behind the plate. Uh, Matt Olson at first base is second right now to Freddie Freeman. Um, also kind of fair. Um I'm sorry, Albies made it a second base, not as shortstop. I I misspoke. Albies is Albies is first in for, in for second base ahead of a rise, which is absurd. Um, 
That's then we have Austin Riley as a finalist at third base. Arcia is Arcia is the Braves finalist at shortstop. Um, and the Braves have Michael Harris the second also as a finalist in the outfield. Um, just all Braves up and down the lineup. It's looking like he says don't have anything better to do. Probably the Mets didn't make it. You know we got we got other things going on. I think it's also the Mets fans tend to hate their players a lot. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Lindor has so many votes with how much like hate I see towards him online from Mets fans. He seems like a good clubhouse presence. He seems like a nice guy. He's he's good in the media and stuff too. I don't know. I guess like who were the other guys that were who's the other finalist for shortstop? Um Arcia from the okay. Braves. Of course the Braves. Yeah. <laughs> he's been really hot lately, but I feel like overall for the year, I don't know that he's been that good. Uh, maybe I'm. I, mean, I guess that what matters, just, right? You got to vote for the All Star. Maybe, maybe I'm just biased against. Yeah, I think you're a little biased, but I mean that that's fair. Like Braves no, are for well, the year. Well. I mean his his on base percentage for the year is 400, so pretty solid. Six home runs, 32 RBIs. I'm sorry, 32 runs, 25 RBIs. It's been a, a solid year for him. Um. Not, you know, I think Lindor's having a much better year. Uh, it's also, I think, RC has been up and down. He's only had about 180 at bats versus, I think, about 280 for like Lindor. So, well, we got one. <sighs> what are you gonna do? So, yep, <laughs> we got one. Um, honestly, I don't know that we deserve more than one. I just think that one maybe should be dinner. Yeah, and I'm just surprised that he's not even top 10 outfielders for the NL. That's yeah, it's pretty surprising crazy. to me. Again, I watch pretty much only Mets games. I'm not watching any other team, yeah. but <laughs> come on, top ten? Like that's that's great. Yeah. You mentioned um, a rise. Um he is what is he, three ninety eight right now? I feel like the other day he was three eighty yeah. and then he went like ten for ten or something. Like Yeah. You see he had three games this month that he went um five for five. So, like, I think there was, like, a record for, like, in the season, I think, like, there's only, like, the most someone has in a season is four games. I don't know if it's five hits or five for five, but he already has three, like, this just this month. So, he's ridiculous. He's a hit machine. Yeah. Um, He also is not a terrible on-base percentage, too. I mean, like, usually, you know, if you're hitting 400, how how much can you be taking pitches and walking, you would think? Um. But he, I think he's like three, four forty. I'm checking it right now. Um, for the season, he's at four forty seven on base percentage. That's forty five percent of the time this guy's getting on base. That's pretty crazy uh, for someone who plays yeah. every day. Um, but um, what else you know, do we have? I was gonna um, say sorry? in that year though, like so, I was looking at compared to Ted Williams, like. In that Williams year, what was it like forty one? He did what year? Is is for the year the uh, over four hundred? Yeah, four oh six, nineteen forty one. Yeah, he his on base percentage, his slugging was like way higher than Arise. Arise is basically like just he's just hitting singles. You know, he's not like yeah. yeah, that's that's a real difference. Sure, Ted. Yeah, Ted Williams is a much bigger power hitter, um, despite his average, but still, yeah. Um, all right, more uh, more Mets news. 
yeah, uh, since his mental health break that we talked about last week, um, Vogelback has been killing it. Obviously, it's only been about six games since he's come back from his mental health break, but he's batting 412, has a one as a 1260 on um OPS, two home runs and seven RBIs. Uh, absolutely mashing the ball. He's swinging the bat. Apparently, he can swing. It was not just uh, you know, it, w- it wasn't a permanent thing. He just needed a mental health break. Um, how? Oh. Any I, any thoughts on uh, Volgi? I yeah, he's hitting well. He got three nice hits yesterday. I think he got. Would he get a home run yesterday? Or I know he got at least. I think he got three just singles, but one was down the right field line, one was on the left field line, and one was up the middle. So he's hitting in all spots. He was. <laughs> I like to see that he got a home run. Um, it was. Oh, he's two home runs the last fifteen days. Yeah, two least, home runs so. since he's been back. Yeah, so definitely could use some power in the lineup. I think it's really interesting in that like baseball is such a mental game. They talk about it all the time that like. It's one of the few games that you can fail 70% of the time and be considered great. Yeah. Um, and mental, the mental health of that is, is hard, right? To fail so much, so often is hard to do and like keep your composure. Obviously the best baseball players do that. Um, Vogelback is not one of the best baseball players. Uh, he's a good baseball player. Uh, obviously, I mean, he's one of the best baseball players in the world. Uh, if you think about like, making the major leagues um but men- it's it's hard to take that mental health break to kind of make it even public um i think is pretty big you know like a lot of people would have hid that and you know had back spasms yeah, quote unquote I'm about um, to say that uh but it, it's, it's cool to see him kind of owning the mental health issue of it and just needing like a break mentally to kind of continue out um, yeah and play and he's it, it's worked for him it looks like obviously we'll see if it continues but i i agree it's kind of cool um i i was kind of thinking about that though so you know we're clearly still he, he's hitting um well i guess it also mentioned fam has been killing it recently as well Absolutely. he has been you know similar i think even for like another week or so on top of vogelback he's been mashing it fam even more the best yeah. yeah even more than that so fam has really been coming along which is great so now we have a couple of those guys. At what point do we make maybe trade them? Like, do we, do, are mm. they, do, is it even mentally for them? Are they like, oh shit, like maybe I will get traded. You know, fam's been around, Vogelback's been around to a couple of teams, like Canada. Like, I don't know, do we, are they up in their own trade value as well to be like, oh, maybe like, I don't know if they're looking that far to get out of the team, maybe, maybe not that. But I don't know. In a way, I would think they're almost. <laughs> You know, like we probably need to get make some move somewhere, and yeah, I yeah. don't know. I feel like the question we're we're still questioning as to whether or not we're going to be sellers at the deadline, right? Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure that convinced that we are yet. Um, obviously, we're we're seven games out of the wild card now. We're 14 games out of the division. Um, the wild card is even scarier just because there's five teams ahead of us. Not only are we seven games back, but there's five teams ahead of us. Uh, I think if we get fall too much further back by the end of July, we probably will be sellers. But I think, you know, there's still plenty of baseball between now and then to get closer. Obviously, I hope we're not sellers because it means we're out of it and getting yeah. up on the season. I mean, I don't think giving um, up. I, I still think there's not much for Vogelback. His role on the team is still limited. And that's where I feel like 
as great as he's doing, that's great. Like I would almost say, look at him all. Like Fam, at least he can play the field. He's played center as well for a lot, which is nice to at least if we need to sub him out. And he's coming around. He always plays a position, and that's kind of where I'm like, I don't know. Vogelback's doing great, but ultimately, we I don't think we are sellers if we give up Fam or Vogelback or Escobar or Marte. You know, like I um Canna. I don't think we're sellers, and that's where I'm like. That's maybe where I differ from you. I would say we could sell them and get pitching and maybe kind of balance it out a little bit. Um, Vogelback still, I don't know. I would almost rather have Vientos play DH every day. Have Vientos, you know, he was up. He wasn't really playing every day. You see what Mauricio has. He still hasn't came up. That's true. Um, that's that's an interesting point. I think that to me, if we sell, if we trade them, we're probably sellers. Um, I think anybody who's looking acquire them is probably not going to give up major league talent since they're like rentals and they're only going to be around for the rest of the season um is that really how it, you don't think anyone is like in the need of a pitcher or something like a bullpen arm that's true um the bullpen arms are i think are are highly coveted at the trade deadline um so we'll see obviously like what winds up being traded, but I guess it's, it's an interesting point. point about them. Not maybe they can sell and kind of be sellers and buyers at the market. No, I guess you're right though. It's like, what are we buying? It's like, are we really going to get a bullpen arm for Vogel back? You know, maybe we get like some, it's not going to be like any top top, top tier yeah. guy. Like really, it would be just like a lateral move, which is something, which is where I'm like, I could see them getting some random, nobody bullpen arm from a random team. We don't, you know, like a lateral move or something. Like, I think, yeah, you're right. To actually sell and get someone highly touted that we know the name of, like, yeah, then we'd be sellers. It'd be pretty cool if we could uh, trade Vogel back for Colin Holderman, just like trade back. <laughs> Did we give up Holderman to get Vogel back? Yeah, that we traded, we traded uh, Holderman last year to get Vogel back. That's funny. Yeah, I know we had Holderman and realized that that was the actual trade. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty funny if we, we traded back. I don't know what the Pirates need right now. It's, it might not be a... Oh, the Pirates have Holderman? Yeah. yeah. Did we get Vogel back from the Brewers? No, I think we got him from the Pirates. All right, so maybe I'm off. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Uh, I, think, I think Vogelback did pay for the Brewers, but we got him from the Pirates. Okay. I recognize him from the Brewers. Are you sure you're not thinking of um, Rowdy Telez? Same body, same body type. Maybe I'm gonna look this up on the break and and get back to you. <laughs> yeah, I might be. They um, are both large, large men. Uh, yeah, yeah it looks. Um, yeah, you're probably right, but I'll I'll confirm that answer. Uh, to wrap up the discussion of like their uh, kind of ancillary pieces heating up, uh, you mentioned Fam. In the last month, since May 28th, so a little less than a month, he is batting. 344 has a 1094 OPS, four home runs and 18 RBI. Uh, overall for the season, he's second on the team in OPS to Pete Alonso. Uh, he's been a fantastic pickup in free agency. Uh, Tony Fam, I'm going to keep calling him because it's working. Tony Fam. <laughs> does he still stick with the PH um, or does he go to an F? Tony Fam. Part of the Fam. Part of the Fam. Um. Yeah, so he, he's been fantastic as of late and pretty good all season long for us. Um, so that was a great pickup. Um, yeah, he was really coming around. 
Sand, did I say Sandy? Jesus, Epler. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> um, Do you want to move to a break? And, um... Yeah, I think that, that, that'll wrap up our first half. Uh, when we come back, we'll have a few more Mets notes. We uh, talk about some news around the league, and we'll get into our trivia for the week. Yeah, right. So we will take a break right now and see you all soon. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are back from break, and I'm going to kick it over to David for this week's trivia question. Trivia. trivia. <laughs> well, uh, seeing as we were talking about the all-star, all-star ballot voting finalists were out, um, figured I'd say which Met was in the most all-star game. And now for this, I guess, caveat, because you could be voted into the all-star game and actually play in the game so this is the met that he appeared in the most all-star games while wearing okay. a met's uniform so some other players were selected and did not play so those are not included so i don't know maybe they didn't right, I think play to go to grom right probably yeah i'm sure there's a lot of other ones with injuries or something like that or right yeah whatever but yeah so those are the most um that actually played the game okay um so, a couple come to my mind right away um obviously there's the big names but i'll try to narrow down to a guess which before. big name exactly exactly yeah um obviously it's all-star game so it's going to be a big name it's probably not yeah. going to be an obscure met even if they might deserve it um it's not Luis guillorme if anyone's wondering it's not Luis guillorme um yeah. although he'd be fantastic in an all-star game uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll think about it a little bit, and I'll, I'll try to narrow down my guess down to one one person by the end of this. Um, okay. All right, and call in now if anyone else is listening. Like, please, you know, we're <laughs> our, our lines are open. Uh, I'm gonna assume it's a position player too. I I I don't know. I'll, I'll give I you the hints like later. Other than Tom Seaver. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. I guess we can just continue then with uh, we could talk about what's happening around the league this week. Yeah. Um, got any notes for us? I mean, there has been two um, large uh, winning streak, right? Um, the Reds, are they on a 10 or 11 game winning streak? It might be 11 at this point. I think they're 11 at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And then the Giants, uh, apparently they just ended. They lost today. But the Giants were also on a 10 game winning streak. Pretty crazy, yeah. Two 10 game winning streaks a week. Oh, we should have that for a trivia question. When was the last time that happened? <laughs> um, and the National League East, I think that, um, all the Marlins, the Braves, and the Phillies all had at least five game winning streaks over the last week. Um, so just to add to our woes, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, so, that's an interesting note. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder when the last time that happened was. Uh, we'll have to look that up, but um. The Reds have surged into first place with that 11-game yes. winning streak since Ellie has come up, and now they have Votto back. Um, they were doing; they, they were on the win streak before Votto came back, right? I think it was, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a six-seven win streak or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. First that bat, first game, he gets a home run, of course. Like, yeah, fantastic. That's crazy. And yeah. Ellie's been great since he's come up too. Oh yeah. Um, have, you know, not like the best player in the world since he's come up, but he's been very good since he's since he's been up. Yeah, six been, stolen bases already. That's crazy. I, I've seen. Um, I think there was one play that he. It was a ground ball. It was like a rocket off the bat. It was like a ground ball still to the first baseman. First baseman's like playing on the line, 
the guy like picks up the ball, you know, it's a hard hit ball, picks up the ball and like runs to first, but Ellie beat him out. It was just literally a ground ball to the first what? baseman. He didn't bobble it. <laughs> he just scooped the ball up and ran. He was playing like on the back of the dirt on the first base line. Like, and he literally just beat him out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I did not see that play. That is fantastic. No, that's, look it up. He that's pretty like, otherworldly. No, you read the. Oh, he beats up the first baseman. All right, like the first baseman bobbled the ball or something, or he was like playing <laughs> in a weird shift. No, just like that's crazy. Yeah, guys, guy is fast. Guy, like, I don't know. That's cool. I damn. We should. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, they don't play the Reds for a while. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we do. I think we already we already played them, right? We had two series against them. Know. You played... No, we did not. No, we might not have played them actually. Oh, yeah, we, we did. We had, we had Nick on. Yeah, yeah, we definitely played yeah, the Reds, but and the Pirates are zero them again in their last ten. So the Pirates are really it is flip flop for the NL Central lead. The Cubs are also streaking in the NL Central. They're eight and two in the last ten games, and they they've been playing very well. Marcus Stroman is making his case for Cy Young this year. Yeah, he's really picked it up a lot. He's um. Unfortunately, he's like a 2.2 ERA this year. Yeah, right he's now. definitely leading the NL in, in ERA at this point. Is he? That's wild. I is he not? At least in I, nationally. Not, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw a the Diamondbacks has been. Oh, um, Corbin Carroll, or no, he's the rookie too. He he's almost making a case for definitely rookie of the year. As good as Alvarez is, this guy is like killing it. But he's, I don't know, I don't think he's MVP level yet, but he's definitely putting up some good numbers. Um, you're correct. Marcus is nationally right. 2.28. I was thinking Allen, by the way. strong. Oh, you're, yeah, you're thinking the pitcher, yeah. Um, so Zach, Zach Gallon, who is who I was thinking about as far as um the other National League player for uh Cy Young, possibly. Gotcha. Yeah, he's been doing well. Um, yeah, the Diamondbacks overall are oh, there's 16 games over 500, so that'd be nice. And speaking of all these standings, we are in bizarre world in baseball right now. The Dodgers are in third place. The Diamondbacks are in first. The Astros and Yankees are both not in first place. Um, really? The Reds are in first place. Like, what is the the Cardinals are the, in last place? The Rangers place. What are is in happening? first place, and they lost the Grom. The Rangers are like killing it. What is happening in baseball? Yeah, the Royal. Oh, the Royals have a better record than the A's now. They're duking it out for worst team in the league. <laughs> they really are. I'm really hoping one of them can beat the Mets record. I think they're both on pace to to have a better record than the Mets 1962, but it's funny because like the A's are like clearly trying to tank and the Royals are like Royals <laughs> just gotta suck. <laughs> so the A's have, have been really bad since they, they surged a little bit. Um I think they've lost their last eight games in a row. You gotta get something um, in there to give people some hope, but yeah, they've um I guess they are who we thought they were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think they were gonna they were gonna go for the West Crown? No, like no, I thought like maybe it'd be funny <laughs> if like the Royals beat them for worst record, yeah. You know? It doesn't seem like that's happening. 
Yeah. Um, that would be, been pretty funny. Even the Angels. Uh, the Mariners, are, who everybody you know, kind of crowned as. Sorry. No, yeah, who? the Mariners are. Oh, wow. They're under 500. Oh, damn. Yeah, the, everybody crowned them last year as this like up and coming team, and now they're in fourth place. Yeah, it uh, seems like Cleveland, uh, not Cleveland, it seems like Seattle baseball, Seattle sports for you, at least. Um, I feel like they, I don't know, there were some YouTube videos, I was like the history of like the Seattle Mariners, and it was like some like five part, you know, two and a half, three hour long like thing. And it was pretty interesting, but like it was, it was a similar story to like the Mets of how it just, they give you hope and they just rip it away. Like they had Ichiro and Griffey and what they have um, was the star pitchers for a while. Um, Randy Johnson. Randy like Johnson. They, yeah. They have um, all these like ridiculous names and they just, just couldn't put them, but they had the one sixteen win year and they lost the yep. Yankees in the ALDS. Um, yeah. I feel like they are kind of the West coast Mets. And uh, since Eric moved over there, they've just gotten worse. I mean, of course, Eric's going to choose the team closest to the Mets. <laughs> I mean, they, ha- they have a lot of Mets players, too. A lot of former Mets players have played for them in the last five years or so. Who besides Kalanick? Obviously, yeah. Kalanick, uh, Seawald has been a mainstay in their oh, bullpen yeah. for a while. Um, I feel like there's been a couple. I can't, I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of some others right now. Um, Hmm. I want to say Bruce did pitch over play over there. I can't, I'm struggling to think of them, but uh, I feel like they were very West Coast Mets. Um, and the fourth place record does nothing to disprove that. <laughs> they're tied. It looks like they're half a game back. Oh no, wrong team. Yep, no, they're doing poorly. Nope, oh, sorry. <laughs> Everyone in the AL East um, is still over 500. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. Although, thankfully, the Yankees are still in third. So, yeah, it's. It be... What did you say? Hmm? Now you go. Um, they had stats like with Judge out. He's he's been injured the last like few games at this point, and it's just they're they're not doing anything. Like it's, I mean, like uh, they four they won four out of their last ten. So it's they're. Doing all right, I guess they're still like winning games, but seems like your offense is struggling with Adam. Yeah, I mean they're still in the wild card position right now. Um, you know, obviously they're a couple games over five, what seven, eight games over five hundred right now. Um, a little bit ahead of the Astros, who are also kind of that struggling juggernaut. Um, but it's nice to see the Yankees not in first place every once in a while. Keeps uh keeps those fans humble. Yeah, I feel like the AL is definitely tougher than the NL this year. I don't know if that seems like easy, but at least looking at the playoffs, there's like three teams not in the wild card right now that are over 500. Mets have you know NL is two, but I feel like their teams are like I'm surprised the Blue Jays aren't in the wild card team. Like I guess it's just so yeah, everyone's just really good. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for a fourth-place team to get into the wild card. Um, I guess I thought they were doing so well. Like, they, they, you know, beat us in some games. Who didn't? Yeah. Didn't they sweep us? They sure they swept us. Didn't we? Maybe we beat them. I don't know. 
No, I'm pretty sure they swept us. Uh, <laughs> all right. What else we got around the league? Um, oh, you, you gave an interesting note about Ted Williams with all this talk about uh, Arise chasing 400 and Ted Williams. Um, very interesting about Ted Williams. You want to share? Yeah, sure. So I realized that everyone's comparing Williams to Arise you know, cause of, on the chase for 400. And apparently Ted Williams is not only in the Baseball Hall of Fame, he is in the Fishing Hall of Fame. <laughs> Good old fly fisherman Ted Williams. What did he do, do you think, to get into the Fisherman Hall of Fame? Like, what do you think you have to do to get? Like, is there, like, a weight you have limit you have to catch? There's, like, certain, like, so special things you have to catch? Or, like, I, what, what, do you, what did he do? It was – I didn't really care to spend too much time reading about this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, fishing. But it seems like Ted Williams, at least, like, for casting, there was something like an average person, you know, can cast, like, maybe, like, 60 feet, 55, 60 feet or whatever – and like Williams casts were going like, you know, 80, 90 feet or so. So maybe it's that you can get like distance on there. You can place the, what what do they call it? The, the I don't know, whatever the, the hook. Yeah. The war, yeah. you can place the war wherever you want it. Maybe he just had better accuracy. So I don't know what you, <laughs> what you do exactly, but catch rates. <laughs> yeah. That so, was pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, got a couple notes on Ted Williams just because since we're talking about him, um, obviously you know he's considered one of the best hitters in all of baseball history. Um, played for the Red Sox his whole career. One of my to me like the most interesting note about him is that he, um, went and he was drafted. So he he, um, was in the army during World War II. He was in the army for 43, 44, and forty five. So he didn't play baseball. Uh, that was when he was 24 through 26. So it was some of his best years um, in terms of like physical wow. condition. Uh, so when he, the the three years leading up to him leaving baseball for the army, he led the league in runs all three years. He led the league in batting average two of those years, on-base percentage all three of those years, slugging percentage two of those years, on-base OPS two of those years. The list goes on. He led the league in home runs two, the two years leading up to going to the Army. Took three years off to go to the Army. He came back, and he still led the league in runs the next two years. Uh, home runs one of the next two years. RBI. He led the league in average yes. again for two of the next three years. He just like he took three years off of baseball and came back and was just as good as ever, uh, which is pretty phenomenal. He was, he was just a fantastic player, Ted Williams. Um... That's so crazy. Yeah, he, he looking at his like baseball reference page, it's almost like every number is in bold, which means that he led the league that year. Um he he was obviously just a phenomenal player. Um I think he has the career record for uh on base percentage. Um he's just you know, obviously on another level. That's crazy. Uh, I did not realize that. Wasn't he also supposedly like a fire pilot as well? Like he was actually on the lines in the army. Um, I'm not. I'm also not sure what he did in the army. Uh, it's it's quite possible, but I I just don't know the details. I don't know if that's folklore or something, but he. I I always heard he was a really good fighter pilot, which may make sense. You need hmm. good eyes for that. <laughs> he you know he always claimed that he could see the stitches on the ball when it was being pitched. Um, that seems that doesn't seem correct. <laughs> I think most people are in that of that opinion <laughs> that like that's, that's nonsense. 
Okay, but it's cool. something that he always claimed. Um, yeah, but seeing yeah, the stitches it, seems it, seems absurd. Yeah, I I agree. Okay. Uh, what do you say so his career on um his career on base percentage was? Uh, I did not say what his career on base. Oh, you just said was. it was the highest um, in highest yeah, all time career. It, it, yeah. Um, okay. Give me one second. I'll pull that back up. No, because I was percentage was four eighty two. Career. Career. Wow. I would have actually thought it was Bonds. So I just looked at it. Bonds in 2004 had 609, which was one season. So, but either way, <laughs> both of the numbers are crazy. 480 for a career is just like there's basically every other time you're up at bat, you're getting on base, which is outrageous. What was Bonds's for his career? Do you have that up? No, I don't. Let me see that. That, that that 600 though is, is pretty absurd. No, I knew he had over 600 one season, but I guess I just yes. thought like, no. yeah, to do that for like a month is pretty crazy. Forget a whole season. We're OB. It looks like he's seven with 444. Okay, that's very high, but not Ted Williams level. Yeah. Now Babe Ruth, yeah. Billy Hamilton. Oh, different Billy Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the one that's currently playing. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? You did not realize he was that good. Uh, this is, uh, I, I didn't realize he was 40 years old. <laughs> no, the, he's a Hall of Fame from 1888 to 1901. So probably not the same guy. Uh, probably not. We'll get back to you on that. Um. So our other our, one other spot that we had for uh, league news this week is um, pretty breaking news. Otani is still very good. He's gotten better almost. Um, <laughs> it, it seems that way. I feel like every time we talk about him, he's done something else that's crazy. It's almost a weekly a weekly like section of the podcast for him at this point. I, I, I love it, honestly. It is it is fantastic just to see every time his stats come out, and it's just it's it's so cool. It's like no even Babe Ruth, so they say he just like stopped pitching to bat. Like right. Otani's doing both and arguably better in a different era which is just insane yeah i mean it's it's pretty ridiculous um he leads the i'm just going to talk about what he does with the angels um but he leads the angels in as far as batting goes average slug which um yeah average slugging percentage on base percentage ops which he also leads the majors in Home runs, which he also leads the majors in, RBI, which he also leads the majors in, oh <laughs> runs and hits. He leads the Angels in pretty much every statistical category as far as hitting goes. And this is a team that has Mike Trout on him, so it's not like there's no competition for these leads in his own team. Um, in pitching, he leads his team in ERA, WHIP. Batting average against strikeouts and walks. I'm sorry, and and wins. He's basically he's easily the best pitched player on the Marlins. I mean, the Marlins, geez, on the <laughs> Angels in both hitting and pitching in pretty in every category except for maybe saves, which he's had. I don't think he's attempted a save. 
No, um, he would be a ridiculous closer. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else there is to say about this guy. Um, he pitches to a very good level and hits to an elite level. They like. <laughs> He's arguably trying to get. I don't know what the you know, if MVP was only batters. He's basically on an MVP pace and a Cy Young potential pace. Like he's ridiculous. Yeah, I I, I feel like if you know the season ended right now, he'd be clear, the clear cut MVP of the AL. Yeah, I don't know even really know who would challenge that. Um, Not that I got a vote, but I would have voted for him over Judge last year. Like based on how he's doing, and his stats and everything are doing better. Yeah, I mean he's on pace for 50, over fifty home runs. So I mean, yeah, that's he's on pace for like one hundred and twenty RBI. It's it, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> Doesn't he have like the highest like what is his batting at? One of the things is like the all time like lowest batting average against. I don't know. One of those stats are he's leading. Batting average against right now for the um for the Angels. I don't know what that is in relation to the league or a career like record. Um, Looks like players like are batting one seventy nine against him opponent batting Very average. Good. Yeah, ridiculous. When do we play and the we Angels? Next. Yeah, um, not sure when we play the Angels. Uh, we do play them, right? I guess we play every team this year, right? Yeah. Um, we play the Angels in at the end of August, and they're going to come here. So uh, Shohei can get used to New York a little bit, meet Senga, Ooh. you know, become friends. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You got to get some sort of science, uh, like play here or something. <laughs> you see the uh, the players poll? There's like an anonymous poll that they sent out to the players of where they think Otani is going to sign. I think like 56% of people said the Dodgers. Wow. Um, so it's, it, it seems like the players at least think that he's going he's gonna be a Dodger next year. That's interesting. How do the how much of the players know of that though? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The Angels might know. Like the you know, Angel players if he's friends with, maybe he'll, they know a little better, but realistically they probably don't know any better than we do. Is he basically not staying with the Angels anymore? That's the assumption. I I mean, I think the assumption is that he's not going to resign. Why is Trout? There's no reason that he. Yeah, why is Trout there, though? I mean, Trout's there forever. He signed like a 15 year contract, something ridiculous. Um, I gotcha. So it was something like, because Trout's also like one of the best guys in the league. So. Yeah, there was a lot of speculation that he was going to go to Philly because he was like from South Jersey. Um, But. They, he he signed a very long he's was the extension, um. And two thousand nineteen, he signed a twelve year contract with them. So he's he's there for a long time, probably for the rest of his career. Um, and the Angels will keep wasting his career because they are never gonna make the playoffs with him. I'm hoping Otani is off of a gamer that he's gonna want to be in the playoffs and playing hard but I, I think so i feel like he is having fun out there as well like you can see he's always like messing with the other players and he's cracking jokes like he's out there having fun but he also like i don't know i feel like part of it is like he knew he was in the mvp race last year and 
I'm some random kid from Brooklyn, no idea. Like I was like vouching for him over Judge last year in the MVP votes. Like I'm sure he's like thinking he's got stiff too. Like he's playing for something just to show people like how good he is, and he's he's proving it right now. I, I mean, I feel like he would want to go to a winning. Like why would you? I don't know, like the Reds or someone. I mean, I guess that's a bad example now, but like if the Royals maybe offered him like a ridiculous contract. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd rather go to a winning team. It's easy to say that when looking at hundreds of millions of dollars, but. Yeah, I, it's it's a hard thing. First, I don't think those teams are going to pay him what no. he's going to he's going to get from other teams. He's um, going to get the highest contract. Did, yeah, even if they did, you do you go to the Royals because they give you the highest contract as if you're Otani? Probably not. Um, but you never know, right? I mean, this is this is a business, right? This is someone's job. If you were going to an employer, would you go to the one that gave you the most money? It's a good chance. Yeah. Right? Like um obviously, you know, this is a little different than like a typical office job, but there's you know, there's more considerations, there's a legacy, there's World Series um to be played for, but yeah. As long as it's not the Yankees. See. As long as it's the Yankees. Amen. Yep. So as I have a stats page up, just one last note about him. Or earliest you can keep going, but um, he all he's leading the majors in hits per nine innings. Um, he's leading majors, of course, in strikeouts per nine innings. He's also leading the majors in uh, hit by pitches and wild pitches. So, I don't know, That's maybe, yeah, maybe he just has a lot of innings played at this point, and he throws really hard, and maybe that's just the nature of both those. But that's surprising. He does, and to, to that point, we actually when I said that he leads the Angels in like ERA and WHIP, he's actually the only Angel that qualifies for any of those statistical categories. Um, really, in terms of like innings pitched, yeah, you need to have five innings pitched per you know, one inning pitch per game your team has played. So he's yeah. the only Angel that has that. Um, but so he he does have a lot of innings pitched because um, he's he's made every start, which yeah, you know, availability is the best ability, right? I didn't realize he was here since 2018. Yeah, yeah. I think he didn't have Tommy John a year. He, he's out for a year with. Yeah, it was, he skipped 2019, and yeah, he won Rookie of the Year in 2018, and then he won MVP in 2021. I guess he second last year. <laughs> wow, did not realize. Accolades are crazy. The Otani yeah. hour here. Yeah, he pitched one inning and. 2020. It's a Mets slash Otani podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, Eric's going to be in favor. And honestly, like, it's not, you know, fun talking about the Mets at the moment. No, I, I mean, this is just ridiculous. He's just, he had a 2.3 ERA last year. Nope, I guess his stats were, at least that was better last year. It's a 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah last year he was like pitching to a Cy Young level. Yeah. This year, he's just pitching to a very good level. Yeah. Only. Crazy. It looks like he had um, only like 10 hit by pitches, like two last year, 10 the year before. So maybe that's just a random thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, could just be he's a little worse this year. Last year, he was, you said, the Cy Young kind of caliber. Maybe he just does, he's not pitching at that caliber this year. Again, still pitching very well, but. Crazy, yeah, this is just unreal. Career ERA is a three. Career ERA is under three. You said 
It is 3.00. I don't know. Maybe if we go to wow. 1,000. Nice and even. Um, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll accept 3.00. We, we can round to the second decimal. All right. <laughs> you know, to put it in Excel just to see. Um, yeah. All right. So I guess we can move on a little bit uh, away from Otani. Um, as fun as that he is to talk about. Uh, talk about the Mets road ahead. Um, so hopefully, you know, we we do like we mentioned a little bit earlier. We're going to Philadelphia for the first time this year. This for middle of June, end of June. It's the first time we're going to be in Philadelphia. That's crazy to me. How often um, do we play in only Philadelphia? Our series against. It's only our, we we you, had in Pat. Usually, you play the division teams seventeen times, and this year wow. we're only playing fourteen because of the new yeah scheduling. Um. But still, 14 games against a team, and this is only going to, you know, it's going to be our fourth, fifth, and sixth game against them. First time we're going to be in Philadelphia. Um, we'll see our old friend Taiwan Walker uh, Friday. Uh, no, yeah, Friday tomorrow. Um, That'd be cool against Singa. Um, then we'll have uh, Carrasco going against um, Sanchez, and we'll finish up the series with Scherzer going against our old friend Zach Wheeler. Uh, so it should right. be some good. Pitching matchup. Zach Wheeler is starting to turn it on a lot. Scherzer had a really good last start. Um, always fun to watch Senga pitch and Carrasco. I feel like we never know which way the cookie's going to crumble on that. I feel like he's been coming around a little bit, but I don't yeah, know. I, I feel like the last couple starts have been pretty bad, and a couple starts before that were really good. And I don't know. It's hard to tell with him. Kind of all of our <laughs> pitchers has been really good and really bad. So yeah. I feel like between yeah, true. at this point, I'll almost lump him with Verlander and Scherzer as well. I feel like at least like they could throw a solid game. Like I think they're definitely a level above Carrasco of like their good game will be an extra sure. inning or two and maybe better, but of like yeah, yeah. quality quote unquote starts. Like I would lump them in with that at least to get a six get inning game. In there. Yeah. You just don't know exactly where you're getting with them. Um, yeah. Hopefully being in Philadelphia will spark something in the team. Um, there's a lot of hate there. So some, you know, hopefully some hate will uh, spark a, do, some, do something to this team. Uh, that BAM box that is Citizen Bank Park, uh, maybe help the offense. Um, we'll see. Um, I was thinking that maybe it would be good to get off the road trip, but uh, I guess it's, um, you're right. Maybe it would be good to yeah. be be there. I don't know that we've been playing much better on the road or home versus on the road. So yeah, it felt like home, but um, no, now it just feels like both are terrible. Yeah. Um, after that, we do come back to Queens uh, to play four against the Brewers, uh, Verlander, and um, not McGill because we actually didn't talk about this. But McGill was just option today. He's down in AAA. Um, they wow. haven't announced a corresponding move, but um, McGill after. Yeah, terrible last few steps back to triple A. Maybe news to me, actually. I didn't realize that you didn't post that in the before. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it just came out or maybe a couple of hours ago. Um, hmm. but they have not announced who's coming up yet. Uh, I would assume David Peterson. Um, maybe is this his first time recently in the minors? Uh, yeah, I think we got to get someone with some sort of a crazy pitch like that i mean he, i would say bring up Lucchese. peterson's been around 
I think Lucchese just won like minor league player pitcher of the month too, or something like that. He's been very good lately. Um, so yeah, maybe oh. it's Lucchese. As some kind of something new, something to spark the team. Some yeah, I I don't know what, but hopefully maybe Lucchese does it. Um, I'll take this... anything. You know, a black cat walking across the field, whatever yeah. it takes. <laughs> good luck to me. Um, is is this McGill's first time on the being option this season, or was he option once before? I think this is his first time this season. He uh he kind of took he took the job when so he has a list to start got hurt this year. No, yeah, he's the first. He's the only player that has like made every start for us this year. Oh shit! I felt like, but he I think to the signs. tune of like a six ERA. So yeah, so honestly, good for them. He's he's young. He really has been performing and makes him. Yeah, see, so I would say see what Lucchese or Peterson can do. Lucchese just won those awards. I hope we can get around against um, the Brewers. Ahead. Um, at home. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and then we the Giants will come in to City for a three game set set after that. Um, Let's hope they sure cool we'll off that next podcast. Yeah, um, definitely. Like you you noted already, they're just coming off a ten game win streak. Um, all right, so uh, you know, I think that about wraps us up. So let's maybe get to our trivia question. Uh, David, can you remind us what the trivia question was? I can. Um, I guess yeah, I'll I'll save it for the next podcast. Um, that another note. Um, I can. So the trivia question was, which Met um played in the most All Star games? So played in the most All Star games. I'm going to assume it's a position player. Uh, just I feel like you are right. It is a position player. I feel like that's it for him. Um, like an hour down, like twenty question style. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely a position player. Um, I'm also going to. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say my guess because I think it's a good guess. Um, he's a star. He's at a position that's there's not a lot of all stars at that position. I'm gonna go Mike Piazza. Ooh, you are uh, not correct. Ooh, okay. Um, um however, Mike Piazza, yeah. I will tell you oh. is. Mike Piazza got six. Um, there were two other players that also had six, and the person with the most has seven. Um, so is it is it David Wright? It is David Wright. Sorry, we had a little yeah, bit of uh, uh, is, connection there, but yeah, it is David Wright. Yeah. Uh, Piazza had Wright had seven. Piazza had six. Do you want to guess? Uh, how, uh, where's Reyes on that? That is a good question. I feel like Reyes would be right up there. Reyes is one. Hmm. Really? That's very yeah. surprising. Only in 2007. Interesting. Um, so do you hear I, he won the batting title? I don't know. Um, I think it was. I'm curious if he was like injured or maybe didn't play in the other All Star games. Because you're right, he maybe. I expected a few. Um, no, 2011, I think he won. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. it looks like 2011. Yeah, like the same. Huh. Um, do you right, want to guess the other players to get um six? Other players gets uh, I'm gonna guess Siever. I guess. I believe through the lag there, he said Siever. That is correct. Um. All right. Um, last player, I don't know. Um, for the third era, you didn't think of. You went the 69 Mets. You got the yeah, semi-current um, I, Mets. I guess Doc. 
Nope. He might not have had longevity. Um, I don't think Keith played for us enough seasons to get that as an in a Mets uniform. Doc had three. I think Keith had like one. Keith had three as well. Um, um straw. Yep, strawberry six. Gotcha. All right. Good, 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 good questions. Right. It's a, a couple of good, a couple of possible answers. So it's good. Uh, yeah. Those are, those are, I ended up working out pretty well. They were like three guys tied for second with six and like right eat them out. Um, yeah. 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 I think more research will be needed to see like what happened with the other guys. Um, I'm curious yeah, if Reyes had more. Figure out what happened with Reyes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you wanna you wanna wrap it up? You wanna close out shop for the day? All right, so um, yeah, usually Eric does this job for us, um, but since he's not here, so uh, you know, for uh, David uh and myself, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, we will be back next week, and if you have any comments, concerns, questions, just want to yell at us, feel free to email us at foolishlyfaithfulmetspod at gmail dot com. Uh, you can hit up our Instagram at was it foolishly underscore faithful. Is right. our handle on Instagram? All right. So right. underscore faithful. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, David, our social media manager, will be posting more frequently. Yes. <laughs> and we are hiring um, a social and... media manager now that you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for David and myself and for Eric and Ray who are not here, let's go Mets. <laughs>